Hello, and welcome to the Dad Jeans Podcast. My name is Didon, and along with my co-hosts, Brian and Harris, each episode will try to unpack, examine, and discuss the DNA of healthy fathering. While all three of us are fathers, the road to fatherhood has been different for each of us. It's our hope that those differences and the perspectives they bring will only add to the conversation. Thanks for listening. In this episode, we welcome Brian back from paternity leave. We reminisce on some of our worst dating experiences, and we talk about Valentine's Day in the time of COVID. But before we do all that, let's check in. Fellas, what's good? What's hey. up? What's going on? Hey, man. New month already? I, I can't believe it's February. Black History Month. Yeah. I remember feeling like this last year. Like, hold on. When, where did January go? Uh, I thought you meant last year feeling like Black History Month. I was like, nah, bro. Last year wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, last I missed year last. Was Black History, Black History yeah. Month. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But how y'all been? Beef, what's been going on, man? Man, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. You know, I was like, ooh, maybe go get some sleep tonight. Tomorrow I'll be ready for the pod. Son, get some sleep. And let's just say one of, one of them got some sleep. The other one fought it. But we have a great routine as far as bedtime and sharing a load. So that works. But we're doing all right, man. Like I said, happy to be back in community with y'all. So it's good. It's, it's, it's good, man. How y'all doing, man? D, how you doing? I'm good, man. I um, uh, I'm happy to be here too. I had COVID, so yeah, um, yeah. I'm happy to be All here right, for hold real. On. Let's, listeners. All right, let me let me tell you how we found out. We get a text message. <laughs> we get a text message. Not like, hey, I got some brisket. She's <laughs> just like, nah. Just like, hey, I got COVID. So, <laughs> if you know Brian. <laughs> And, and you happen to come down with COVID, go to his house, knock on his door, because he doesn't want a text message. He wants you to tell him in person that you got COVID. So out of respect for him and his delicate communication uh, rules. But how you feeling, man? How you feeling? I'm fine. Um, I, I am happy to say that my biggest focus is making sure that Ella's academic progression um, didn't have a break didn't have yet another break, and that uh, those in my circle were were safe. So my biggest focus was just isolating and and making sure that she was good. She, everybody else tested negative, so you know it's a mystery. But I'll take a mystery over misery. Hey. And um, I, I have very very mild symptoms. So just as a PSA, if you have a slight sore throat just for a day or your muscles are achy for a little bit longer than they normally would be if you worked out, just go get a test. It can't hurt anything can't hurt. to find out. Um, but what you could do is, is you know, protect your family and those who you care about. And I just want to say, I mean, thanks, D, because the last thing you said for those that you care about and your family, right? Because you came over to the crib. We did a, my wife put together a, a birthday drive-by, celebrated my birthday in January. And uh, D came by, and we were all masked up six feet apart. But just as a courtesy, D went ahead and said, hey, I just wanted to let you know, got COVID, just want you to, to you know, do what you guys have to do on your end. So I just want to thank you for letting us know that. Appreciate it. And, and now that I remember, 
I actually did call you and you sent me the voicemail. <laughs> and then I sent you a text and said, Hey, hey Harris, how you doing, I got, man? Let's talk about I got COVID. How you doing? Huh? And then you called me back. Huh? Yeah. So, yeah, all this talk. Huh? You got to love how things just come full circle. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, you know, just, just, just God, God's divine providence. I don't, I don't remember that. I'm sleep yeah. deprived. I got a it's baby. Okay. I got a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all that. All of that. Keep huh? running. Harris, get, get, can you jump in, please? <laughs> <laughs> Look, fellas, um, let's see. So whenever we get here, you know, I don't know if y'all just get into this phase where it's all a blur. Uh, so the thing that's most prominent, you know, it's not heavy sunshine. It's just, um, I don't, do either of y'all ever have like rumination spells where you just have something you just kind of obsessing over and keep thinking about it? Oh yeah. Rumination spells. It's called, the Blair it's, Witch. It's, yeah, ain't that called anxiety? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's in that realm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're different are, realms. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, warlock. What realm okay. are you in? <laughs> Yeah, what, what what is a rumination spell? I need you, you to spend wizard? some time here. Oh, y'all are funny. Uh, uh, okay, all right, all right. So rumination is just when you kind of have these thoughts. Um, and if you have uh, depression or anxiety, they can tend to be negative, And you just can't get them out of your head. You keep thinking about them. And if it's a negative thought, it could actually like transition you into a depression spell mm. because you just keep having them. And so... Um, yeah, so essentially that's what it what it means to when people say, you know, you're ruminating. I didn't know, but that has a negative it's a negative connotation. Mm. Uh, but yeah, okay. so I I had a um situation in one of my organizations and uh like my favorite song is uh Nina Simone. Please don't let me be misunderstood because like that's my thing. Like I try my it's best not to a, be I thought it was ain't nothing but a G thing. Uh no. Number two, number three. Okay. Okay. Uh, So I was like thoroughly misunderstood. Like this person completely, you know. So I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make them, I gotta make them get it. And um, I think D reminded me of one of my favorite sayings, which is, "Other people's opinion ain't none of your business." Um. So, That's how he says it too. That's exactly how he says it. <laughs> well, it's important is other people's opinion of you is none of your business, right? I mean, even even more poignant. Even so. more poignant, you know. So it, it's good. It's just I just want to turn the spigot off, you know. So with me, usually the spigot won't turn off until I like do something like action wise. Um, but yeah, just kind of going through that. I don't know if any of our listeners ever deal with rumination, but I figured you know I throw that out there. So help us out, Harris. If someone is is in that space mm-hmm. or has been in that space, what tools do you use or what tools can they use to pull themselves out? So I think everybody's a little different. Like I said, for me, it's about some form of action. Uh, officially, like if you look it up, they'll say one of the official ways to deal with it is um, kind of gratitude focused, uh, focusing on like helping other people. Like if you can do something for someone else or with someone else, then um, it takes you out of that headspace. Uh, you know, it helps you to go. It, it helps to be outward with your energy and emotions than to be continue going inward. But for me, um, what do I do? Well, I um, what happened? I don't know if I always do the same thing, but what happened was uh, like I'm studying to become a coach, like get a coaching certification, and so we coach each other. Like athletic coach? You said, oh <laughs> no, like coaching, like 
this is like basic coaching certification, but you can apply it to whatever area you want. Um, so yeah, coaching. Anyway, so <laughs> I love D Don. be like, they don't know, brother. This is radio. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get you to stage, bro. Right. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate because I'd be like, you know, I was there in that place when it happened. I already told you. Don't worry about it. Keep moving. <laughs> so anyway, uh, okay. anyway. Uh, so just kind of asking me questions that weren't guiding me in a particular direction, but helping me to just drill deeper. And like the question that really ended up kind of helping me break through was, um, you know, why? You know, why, uh, you know, why does this matter to you so much? And just kind of drilling down, uh, again, as usual, it really has less to do with the person than a lot more to do with self. And uh, once I was able to answer that question, uh, which for me is, you know, I don't like to be misunderstood, misrepresented. You know, it's like, you know, you don't have to fight this battle. So. And, uh, and in the meantime, Get yourself a happier favorite song. Yeah, man. I, I love Nina Simone, but Jesus, bro. Hey, man. Well, you know, there's that other version that's that's real jazzy. The one that was on Kill Bill. I mean, just the Bill. fact that the movie is called Don't Kill Bill. Me now. Okay. Yeah, but it's yeah. okay. I, mean, I was thinking more. I was thinking more Bill Withers' "Lovely Day," but sure, man. I mean, hey. for real, has happy. You know, for real, tells you what he wants you to do in his. Listen, song. Bobby McFerrin is always popping. I mean, Don't listen, we happy. keep going. <laughs> My second one is The Revolution Would Not Be Televised. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, hey, man, I think you should talk about that in your coaching class. I was about to say, yeah, like, we, you need a hug or something, man. I'll make yeah. you a playlist. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, Wait in Vain listen. by Bob Marley? No? For those who, who may have just discovered oh, the podcast. Oh, my gosh, man. Just get into the question. Welcome to you. One of the things that we do each episode at the top is what we call the question of the week. So the question of the week this week is is an optional one. Okay. Uh, we can go we can go one of two directions. Cool. Since our our episode is my COVID va- Valentine, you can either share your worst Valentine experience or give us the worst relationship or dating advice that you've ever received. And don't just get advice. You're going to have to illustrate why it was so bad. Man, listen, I am still vexed to this day. So, college. There was a young lady that I had a major crush on. And my boy, who's a football player, I preface it by saying, it'll come full circle. Went ahead and said, uh, I told him I was really digging this girl, and he helped me build up the courage to, to ask her out. And it took me about three months. And so I went and I told him, and he said, you know how you're going to get her to like you even more, right? I was like, no, nah, tell me. He said, just ignore her on her date. Just let her know that she ain't really as important as she thinks she is. And this just is ignore her. Friend. Huh? This is a single friend who gave you this advice. Again, football player. Mm-hmm. And it all okay. come full circle. So I was like, man, that might work. Oh, so but- let me set the stage. <laughs> let me set the stage. The Matrix had just come out. We had driven all the way to the Mall of America for the premiere. Got tickets. It was oh, that was live packed. packed. When I say yeah. packed, it was packed. So we found we found our seats. We sat down. 
And his voice start playing in my head like, let her know that she ain't important because that's going to get her to like you. So I just got on my phone and just start calling folks while she was there. What? Man, listen, listen. <laughs> but this was, the, I give her credit because she was just like, aren't you going to put your phone down? And I was oh. like, nah, I got things to do. Anyways. I don't know if y'all can hear me gasping over here. Anyways. Let's just say that we didn't go on another day ever again. I was so devastated because that was the worst advice mm. that could have been given. And the reason why I prefaced it by saying he was a football player, he had no issues with dating. He could do stupid stuff like that mm-hmm. and then show up on Saturday, score a touchdown, and, and he was popular. Meanwhile, me and the... Um, what can I say? I was the most valuable, um, let me see, friend. Water boy. Yeah, water boy, pretty much. I, yeah, I was a water boy. I couldn't do that. And so to this day, every time anyone says Matrix, mm. anytime I see somebody on the phone while somebody's talking to them, mm. I get triggered and just want to just smack that phone out their hand and say, you better focus on that girl. So that's the worst, man. That's the worst. Don't, mm. don't, don't be doing that to these women, man. Don't be making them feel inferior. Don't do it. That's legitimately bad advice. That was, it was terrible advice because I used to see her on campus and then she would just walk past me like I had the plague, man. Mm. Well, the funny thing is, I'm sure he hollered at her later because <laughs> yes. her, night, her night opened up. <laughs> don't, that ain't funny, man. That hurt. Man, they married. She was the one. It's like what? What was that one guy? The one who took you to the matrix? I don't even know. I don't even know. God bless him. Why y'all? All right, Harris. Yeah, this is triggering. Yeah. This is triggering. Go ahead, Harris. Start off with I, misunderstood. I, Go ahead. I'm sad because I know I've had terrible advice, uh, but um, so I'll say about Valentine's Day. So I don't, I don't really do Valentine's Day, um, and I've been like, tell this us why. Since. Yeah, please tell us why. Because when I told you I was doing it, you was like, why? <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> I did not. I you better save your own money. People who do it. I... You, you low-key hated on me. <laughs> you easy to hate on. That's cold-blooded, man. That's cold-blooded, man. In general, Mr. Matrix. Man, you know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> I hope your camera go off right now. <laughs> all right, all right. So here's what happened. I, I'm, I'm going to say why later, uh, when, you know, when we're answering our questions. So, but this particular scenario um, in college, in college, man, we just being foolish, stupid. Uh, so I, um, I was, I thought I was crystal clear. So you know, there was this oh, young boy. lady. We were just kind of hanging out, and um, that day we just hung out with each other. Like we just hung out. Um, I'm, I treated it just like any other day. I, th- you know, we had had this conversation. <laughs> we weren't in like no official relationship. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. You know, just uh-huh. kicking it. Uh-huh. And um, you was kicking it. I was kicking it. <laughs> I was having a good time. I thought we had we bonded over not celebrating. And the next day, she called me and laid me out. What she said. She was like, I don't care, you know, what, you know, what your opinion is on that day. But it was just it was just disrespectful for you to just be hanging around me all day and not even wish me happy Mm, Valentine's mm, Day. mm, And 
And I was like, I, I was literally blindsided. I did not know. I thought we was cool. I thought, I, I was like, how you doing today? Not well. Even I know that that's just stupid. I just, I be, when people tell me who they are, I believe them. And, you know. She that saw was, who you that were. That was aspirational. That was. <laughs> Obviously, the, I told her who I was. Uh, uh, yes. And she didn't believe me. Yes, I bet she had the most extravagant wedding Valentine's Day, Christmases, mm. like her holidays right. is off the chain. Rose petals. Oh man, listen. I wasted her day. She could have been with someone else. Um, it was it was Did she bad. tell you that? Yeah. Oh, she meant that. From the depths of her soul. She meant that. Okay. Yeah. So in law school. Um all college. School, all college, man. Hey man. Yeah, college was the time see, to be stupid. I was I was a little older. I was like mm, 27. That's college. But, That's stupid. But so there was a woman who I spent some time with, right? And that's she made you, it very... That's what you call it? That's what you call it? Yeah. yeah she made it clear. She's like, we're not dating seriously and there's no future in us. Hmm. I was like, okay. Thanks for I, that information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let yeah. me know. And, and to be clear, this was like over Christmas. So, you know, January, came, we're back to school. February, you know, keeping her to her word. She's keeping to her word. Everything is fine. So I got this bright idea. I had 100, there's 150 of us in our class, approximately, um, um, maybe over two, about two thirds were women. And so I bought a bunch of roses and my goal was to anonymously give one to each of the women in my class, right? Not from Dinan, just, just want to celebrate black love. Want y'all to know that somebody is thinking about all of y'all today. And I talked to one of my homegirls who was an upperclassman and she was going to give them out, right? And so she did it. Everything was perfect. And so I'd already, I did the math and there was a woman who was an upperclassman who I was really interested in. and there was going to be like a dozen left to, and I was going to give them to her. So the Ooh, roses same. are delivered. Everybody's wondering who it is. Some dudes are taking credit. The women are trying to figure it out. I'm good. I'm not saying anything. Mission accomplished. So after class, I meet with the upperclassmen um, and she gives me um, she gives me the roses that she has left. And I take them, the, the girl who I was really interested in, the woman who I was really in, interested in, had an office. So I, I took them. Oh, you them. was really going for the upper echelon. Man, look at Listen, you. I, I, I was wait, one quick question. The, the girl who handed them out for you, did she get a rose? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, she didn't. No, why you stutter? Yeah, listen. You got to, no, I, I thought the question was going to be something different. Okay. So oh, I put them, I, I put the, the roses in the office of the woman who, um, you know, who, who I wanted to have the attention. I wrote her a letter and I, put, I left them with the roses. There was somebody else in the office and I, let me leave them at her desk. So I, I recognized that it's a, a lower number than I anticipated. And so when I, I see the, up, the woman who passed them out in passing, I was like, yeah, were there extras? And she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I know about you and the woman who it was never going to be a thing. So I gave her 
half of the ones that were left. There's no big deal. Oh. And told her that they were from you. And so I'm just like, "Uh, okay, you know, whatever. So I'm in the cafeteria and I'm sitting with my people. Literally in both doors. So like from one side of the cafeteria and the other side of the cafeteria walks the two women with half a dozen roses. (laughs) And the one of them who I had spent time with, super excited. She gets there first and is like, just wanted to say thank you, blah, blah, blah. This made my day. The other one walks by and while the, the one is is telling me thank you, yada, 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 I see the other girl put them in the trash on her way out Jesus. the door. So, yeah. Why don't you get up from the cafeteria and just start randomly just walking? Dude, because there's only two exits and one came in from each exit. Mm. Like there's literally nowhere to Listen, go. Listen, you should have finessed that. Me, I would have been like, hey. Bruh, you was, you was in a movie and couldn't, didn't have a good sense to put your phone down. Fool, I was right. 18. Real, I ain't no better. Talk, man. I ain't no better. <laughs> I, you knew better. You should do I better. I did not make a bad decision. Yes, she had I, an office. I, that was good. All of that worked well, with the exception of the fact that your homegirl you know, played you. I had I had a rogue agent that, mm. that didn't do the mission that she was entrusted to do. Now, did well, your homegirl not like the girl with the office? You ever think about that? They were all in the same organization, so Jesus. it was. Oh, see, that's that's your problem. That's Gee, your problem. Ooh, I mean, Lord. but no, nobody else knew about the situation with the girl at the office because it was just my interest. I hadn't stepped to her, I hadn't hollered, I hadn't anything. This was that. You know, this is that expression of interest. There are different organizations to done. I'm just saying. So is that Bro, when what? Is what that when that you uh, transferred? No, listen, I ain't leaving. <laughs> How do you feel when you see Six Roses now? Oh, I'm fine. I, I'm actually cool with. Uh, later on, I was cool with everybody. Like, I don't, you know. Hey, it was a good shot. It was worth an effort. It went down very poorly. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, some, I mean, the, the more I hear about your HBCU stories, the more I get upset that I went to a predominantly white institution. <laughs> man, see. oh man. I, I, I mean, the only thing HBCU is that we had a small cafeteria, but everything else, <laughs> yes. that could have happened. <laughs> happened anywhere. Your experiences are yeah. more focused than Yeah, HBCU. that's true. That's true. And meanwhile, at my school, we had yeah. 13 different cafeterias. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah. At my school, we had more doors. So you would have had <laughs> right, exit right. options. <laughs> At my school, we got uh, trapdoors. Yes, yes. We have different cereals, all kind of cereals. Oh, okay. man. But Ooh, hey, rough. it was rough. But look, hey, look how we turned out today. Yeah. Hey, it, it makes us better. If not for the missteps, we, we cannot get better. Now, if you're still doing the same thing, oh, yeah, then, that foolishness. You know, that foolishness. That's on you. So, with that, our, our topic today is my COVID Valentine. And uh, Brian, you had a really good idea in terms of where we should start. Um, You want to take it? Yeah, definitely do that. So we talked about the rundown for the show, and I was like, hey, that's so dope, just talking about Valentine and COVID. But I said, how can we tie this into our love language? Because we talked about this earlier on, and it was sort of eye-opening when we took the assessment and we took the assessment with our partners to now see how we could play it full circle. So... Let us kind of go back to that time where we found out what our love languages were and think about how we can incorporate that into 
COVID Valentine because some of us ain't going out, can't do some of the same things that we've done before. So what can we do? That speaks to that language. So do you remember, D? My love language is quality time. Mm -hmm. Um, Quality time is huge for me. And for um, my Valentine as well, quality time is. I like is that. I big. like how you did that. I like how you did that. Valentine. That was smooth. That's pretty dope. It's Valentine's Day. What, what you want me to Can't call you her? just take the praise, man, and keep it moving? My my uh, Groundhog Day partner. Uh, <laughs> what are you looking for? Valentine, that's out there. I, I just want to big you up because this dude right here, man. It's okay. Okay. So, yeah, we're both. Uh, <laughs> Quality time. Cool. Yeah, actually, it's the same thing. Um, I think we were on the cusp of who's it? I'm I'm a little bit more towards uh, gift giving, but quality time is pretty much where we land. And quality time is definitely ours too. Um, hmm. Which you know, over the course of the last year, we've been spending a lot of quality, to, well, a lot of time together. Yeah, I was about to say, was yeah, a, lot, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of time together, but quantity time. Man, who you telling? But the best part about it is that, uh, you know, the the focusing on the quality, the quality piece. So, you know, you know, I also got to wonder if it's our phase of life. You know, like there was definitely a phase of life where physical touch was going to be my top one. Um, <laughs> that college, <laughs> but that touch was your, me. That was your lust touch language. Me. <laughs> Please me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying, but are you know, the, the, we have children, you know, we is we're in a place now where um don't touch you, me in front of the kids. What? Yeah, like where are you going with this? <laughs> that it's not about us, you know, like life is really about the experiences that we create. You know? I'm like, hey bro. Okay. I think um I think it's always been my love language. You know, financial resources have been all over the place um, over the course of my life. And, and one of the cool things about my childhood is that my mother never really let that impact what we did. You know, so experiences were always huge um, and, and always valuable, even if there was, you know, even if you had to take a brown bag lunch. So I, I think as I got older and, you know, started having my own relationships of, of various types, uh, quality of the time spent together has always kind of been high on the list. Mm-hmm. What about you, B? It's, so, it's, been, it's interesting, right? Because <clears throat> I've only received flowers from once from, from a girl that I was dating on Valentine. And I still remember that. And, and it, it had an impact. Of like, oh man, like that is so sweet because for Valentine's, I primarily have focused on just being the helpless romantic and going out and you know chocolate and the restaurants and things of that of that. Yeah, I was I was, but it wasn't over the top though, right? Like I didn't freaking get scallops on Valentine's Day and then you know try to put some white wine butter sauce. I was like, it was all within my lane, but I was still teetering on is it. Receiving of gifts or is it quality time? Because if I'm still remembering those flowers from that Valentine, uh, what is that actually saying? But uh, I'm solid. Harris, oh no, go ahead, B. No, 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 go ahead. 
I was gonna say, Harris, have you ever received flowers? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So I've received <laughs> flowers. I I, I, I'm not going to even dig into what that is. Because <laughs> your wife is a listener. Yes. And I want you to be available no, for the next show. She knows. I, um, I've, I've received flowers twice and I hated it both times. Interesting. Yeah. One, because the person sent me some flowers and. Oh, that's I, great. I don't rock. <laughs> I, whoa, 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 whoa. Tell me more about that. See chicken and some watermelon too. I do <laughs> not rock with sunflowers at all. Okay. He really doesn't. I, I accidentally sent him a picture of sunflowers and he was like, so we ain't cool? Like, yeah. I, <laughs> That's a different episode. What's up with <laughs> sunflowers? Bruh. Nah, nah. Sunflower, sunflowers are, yeah, nah, they're too aggressive. But anyway. Um, you mean poison ivy? And the, what? And the other time I received flowers, I was like, it was at the beginning of a date. So she gave me these flowers and I was like, oh, thank you. You mind holding these? Oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to do with these things? Um, Meanwhile, so we yeah. do that to women all the time. All the time. They don't even think about it. Like don't our job is done. Our job is done. Yeah. I mean, and so, well, you know, flowers to me represent something different. Flowers represent you like this thing and they are completely emotional. To me, they are irrational because they're dead and dying. They're dead and dying. But to show how much I care for you, I'm going to suspend my reason and get this thing that will bring you happiness. And this is a battle of your pleasure over what makes sense to me. And I am going to, I'm going to participate. See, so when I, they come to me, I'm like, well, I don't. These don't make sense. They don't make sense. I, I, I switched to buying plants. Like a little plant, I did that for a little while, and it was it was usually well received. But but to, to don't get me wrong, I buy flowers mm. um, because to to what, what Brian said a couple episodes about a pair of boots that that he got for Pfizer. I don't have to understand it. I just know how it makes you feel, and that's all that counts. And I'm in. I'm in. So so yeah. I, but that for that reason, when I receive flowers. It just didn't have the same effect on me that it had for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, Brian. I cut you off. You were talking about receiving flowers. No, 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 no. I mean, because I guess I had gotten so conditioned that this mm. was a day that you needed to spend money on. And it wasn't until I met Pfizer when it was more of the focus of just us spending time with each other. And so I had to unlearn, right? Like, you know, we still did the flower things, and, but it was like, she really just enjoys the thought that went into creating this day, right? And the day after, and the day after, right? Because it's, you know, don't do all of this stuff on one day and then come back on February 15th and be a jerk, right? And be a jerk. Right. But I've never thought about that as flowers, like they come and they die and the symbolism behind that. I'm just like, hey, I'm just going to get you flowers because they make you happy. I'm going to buy some peace. Yeah, it's like, listen, I don't know how long, how many days we're going to get, but if you want some chrysanthemums, listen, wrap them up, throw some baby's breath in there too and put a ribbon on it. Let me so, ask you two as the married guys, I'm sorry. What, if any, role does romance play um, in your life post-marriage? So... 
All right. So Mallory and I, we're both we're both artists. So we we just like doing things different. Like anything that's status quo, like it, it's probably borderline hipster. I don't want to be, but it's like anything that's status quo just really is just like uh it feels like uh an assignment. Um so romance for us is just like the the little things we do. There's a term I call simmering. Uh, I don't call it. it. It's 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 a thing. So simmering is, you know, back in high school when you had some, you know, your your little crush and you couldn't wait to see him between um classes because like there there really was this shortage of time to to spend with each other so there was um you know but that really changes when you get married you know usually so like how do we create experiences of simmering of longing for each other and you know um a little bit exciting excitement about when we would actually get to to see each other so we try to create little simmering experiences uh you know we'll just you know, make a special day or a special time. It can't be like every week. You know? So give us an example. Um, I mean, yeah, date night. You know, we would call it date night, but we might try to do all right. This is what we used to do. Once a month, we would we would go back and forth about who would plan the date. Um, so one month I would choose something, then she would choose something. And that was also a way for us to like explore the city, find out new food. So like one time uh, Mallory was like, all right, we're going to go to this um, karaoke bar. Another time we went to dueling, battling pianos. So it was, you know, it was these, um, you know, just different experiences. So we just try to do that throughout our relationship. And it could be small too. You know, Mallory would buy me uh, um, an erector set. You know, <laughs> like a what set? Erector set. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, y'all are no funny. Because no I was <laughs> oh, like, y'all are wild. what? Y'all you, already? <laughs> already? This, this the romance conversation uh, I was waiting like, for. Bro, you need to see some ginseng oh, or something, man. God. <laughs> lay, oh, my lay goodness. Lay off that kale, man. What's wrong with you? Oh, <laughs> no, Lord, y'all are crazy. Oh, you uh, raised raise an interesting point, Harris. No pun it, intended. Well, yeah, not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the romance was... It belonged to both of you, and it wasn't just one person's to operate. Yeah, I, I, don't, I wasn't going to let that ride. I couldn't do that. I couldn't be in a relationship where it was only me. <laughs> but usually when we think of romance, we 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 think of women as the recipient mm-hmm. of— And, and maybe True. that's because I'm a man, and yeah. maybe if I was a woman, I would see it the other way. Um, but yeah, I never thought of, of romance as as both. That's not true. I, I, I can think of, now that, I, now that we've articulated, I can kind of see examples. But it's a process, though. Right, D, because yeah. you, it takes a reckoning to get to that point where it's also, oh, mm-hmm. I'm also an aspect of this too. Because I think when you date, you pour into the, the woman mm-hmm. and whatever the, the outcome will be, that's, that's between y'all, right? See, between y'all. But when you get in a relationship, why y'all making faces, man? No, come on. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Come on, you were saying when you date and pour into the woman. I can't with y'all, man. I can't. Go ahead. Next question. <laughs> no, you were telling us how that di- how that's different once you're in a relationship. Oh man, because you start to you start to ask yourself, what do I also need in this relationship? 
for happiness. Oh, okay. All right. And Look, we're, we're all grown. Yeah. We're all grown. There's a certain I, point where sex ain't enough. True. When okay. It has to be beyond that. Yeah. You know, there's a point where you have to really be like, are we friends? Do you we know? like each other? Or do, do we, we love like each other? Each yeah. other you know? And when that happens, especially when the men are like, wait, hold on. What do I need to feel? Um, yeah, feel it as well. How do I decide if I like you? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's what I was going to say, but <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's an interesting perspective. I mean, isn't that a mutual decision? Like, you are someone who I care about, and... But that's determinative, right? That needs to be determined. It's not a given. Mm-hmm. Does it need to be determined or, or, or does it happen organically, right? Like you just don't have some people. I think in some of the successful relationships that I have seen, people do talk about what they need. But that's how they get successful, right? Yes. Because, because they pass the point to where you say, you know what? I don't like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or what you're why bringing do you to the keep table? cooking this same damn chicken every damn well, day? Sometimes you I like you more table, than other times. It, yeah. Yeah, but in both of those times, there is like. Yeah. There are people that you've determined, like, at your best, I don't see this working for me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you bad. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you're, the quality of the person changes, but their, their role that you want for them in your life. Like, old girl said to me in law school. Yeah, this I was going. just about to bring that up. Like, how do you this know? This ain't never going nowhere. But, but how do you, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, well, I guess we all have been in that place where we know that it's not going anywhere, but to, to immediately hit that thought process almost stops well, the relationship like so so why do i even need to spend any time like if you're telling me that but we talk about emotional availability mm-hmm. and maybe they know that for whatever reason they're not emotionally available maybe physically they are maybe they let's let's be real maybe they're hungry Look. you know we we could go get something to eat we could hang out we could go to a movie but it's never going to be one, it's never going to be just you and me, or it's never going to be any future in me and you past whatever we are at this level. Mm. I used to be a hopeless romantic. In used life. to in middle school. <laughs> Jesus. Golly, man. Listen. Exactly. I'm calling no, your therapist. Out, hear me out. Let's, let's hear it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So I never, uh, never forget. Um, I had my girlfriend at the time. We ended up going to different schools. Right. So okay. like my days off would be, you know, X, Y, and Z and hers would be a, a different ABC. So <laughs> when I did have a day off, I would like, I would go to the mall. Okay. And somewhere I heard that these single white roses was a thing, you know? So I buy the single white rose in the plastic long thing and I meet her at the school, give her the rose and walk her home. Right. We broke up years this later. All, this was middle school? This is middle school. Years later, like three years later, so maybe high school at this point, <laughs> we bumped back into each other. And so we're just talking, and I'm just like, so what happened? And she was like, you was just so cheap. I was like, I was in middle school, and I thought, hey, look, that little $5 I got from selling candy and donuts meant something to me, okay? I did not know that she was expecting me to have some kind of spread. Yeah, it just kind of family it, she grew up in. Boy, she had privilege. She was like, "Look, listen, I want some doggone." I bought her. I bought a little, little, little chain from the dollar store. I'm thinking that's cute because it's from you know I'm in middle school. 
Man, listen, she said I was cheap. I was done. I was like, I, okay, all right, well. That's wild. That's wild. <clears throat> listen, I remember tough, being bro. in high school and Valentine's Day would come around. <clears throat> And we would get off the bus, city bus, and you would see dudes with these big old bears yeah, that they the got bears. from Walgreens for like nine ninety nine. And then you would see the girls come with the roses they bought for themselves. And so, like that day <laughs> in high school was so revealing because yeah. you would see the transition of the girls that bought the roses in the morning for themselves become frustrated with the girls that saw those bears leave the dude's hands and go into somebody else's hands. Yeah. And so, like, I'm getting all of these mixed messages because it was like, well, I, I first of all, I know I ain't buying no doggone flower from Walgreens. That ain't right. I just know that that ain't right. And these big old bears, my big old butt walking with a big old bear in school look like two bears wrestling. Like, I, I ain't doing that. But I was dating a girl in high school and we would exchange earrings. <laughs> And that's how we that's we, we got sanitary. Huh? <laughs> Bruh, listen. Never mind, never mind. Keep going. Keep going. No, nah, listen. I had to find out the hard way, but it was like <gasps> that was that was like our 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 gift. Like she would give me a give me an earring, I'd buy her one, and we would just wear a different earring. But I'm like Oh, I thought y'all were sharing. Sharing the same. I no. thought y'all were yeah. No, no, that, no, no, okay. no, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. Hopefully that wasn't the day she wore like her hoop. Pirate earring or something. I just tell her uh, I got football practice. I can't can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. And she'd be like, "But it's the summer." I'd be like, "Yeah, I got summer practice. Can't do that." I just okay. couldn't be honest. But it's amazing how you see all of these different images, and then you still find yourself making some dumbass mistakes. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's real. Because we're navigating it. So, so back to the question, Brian. What role does does romance play? Um, in your post-married life? You know, it's so interesting because what has been at the forefront of everything is Sadia and, and, and the new baby, right? And so it's the pivot because mm-hmm. we can't be physically intimate right now because a lot of things have shifted. But it's valuing, and, and I listen, I love being able to spend at least five minutes with my wife just us together. And so what does that then look like? What does that then mean? If I have the night shift with, with baby girl and I'm feeding her, it's a line for Pfizer to get some rest, right? And it's like, you know what? That's the romance, right? Like you've been with them all day. Let me go ahead and just take some of this mental load. But then the other piece is when Nas is asleep and Sadia is asleep. I'm just going to go ahead and just be with, with Pfizer, whether we can watch a show for 10 minutes because baby girl is about to wake up or if it's, hey, can I go downstairs and get you something to drink? Or during the week, um, I sleep on the couch and Pfizer sleeps with, with baby girl just so I can go ahead and get some sleep for work. But there, during the weekends, I'm like, look, I'm just going to just, just stay with you all night. I'm going to help out with the baby all night because... I want to be able to have that time with her where it's just us. And it's just yep. us just talking. Facts. And it's just us having adult conversations. Because that was the thing I didn't understand before. Like, father told me one day, she was like, do you know what it's like to talk to a two-and-a-half-year-old and a two-month-old all day? And I'm just like, I can only imagine. So, 
you know, it's being focused, having conversations. So I think it's looking at what does romance look like. And sex is one of the levels. But I also think that there are many different other levels that, uh, that don't really get talked about that much. So that makes, that, that makes me want to ask, like, where do you see the difference between romance versus, you know, day-to-day love? I mean, that's a great question. Feel that day-to-day love is letting your partner know that you're there with them, that you are available whenever they need you. But the other piece is just pouring into, right? Like, you look beautiful, right? Like, listen, hey, I tell Pfizer every morning, girl, you look good. Like, you glowing, right? Because I really feel that, right? Even though she may not, but it's recognizing the process of, it's not just nine months. Of carrying a baby. It's like a year after the fact of getting that mental space, the physical and emotional space of the body uh, back into a place where they feel that they are fully beautiful, right? And so I feel that there's that emotional connectedness that uh, we don't have the muscle for, but you have to, you have to try. But so I want to, two things really quickly. One, I don't see why we need to distinguish what Harris is referring to as day-to-day love from romance. I mean, why can't they both be romance? But so the, thing- the definition that I gave earlier, again, we may have different definitions, but you know, there's a di- I do think that there's a difference between you know, creating these unique uh, experiences that, you know, that, that are set apart from the day-to-day. You, I think you can live as a romantic person. but What you refer to as the simmering, is, you know, Brian making sure that Pfizer feels it every time he sees her in the morning. Mm-hmm. Nah, well, for me, simmering is, is a little, has a little bit more, uh, a little bit more buildup. Okay. But, but the other thing that I thought was really um, valuable that you raised, Brian, is it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like your love language has, has morphed. Yeah. And so now it's, it's acts of service. Absolutely. Right? Because, mm-hmm. because I love you, I'm going to do this thing because it gives you, actually it gives you a gift, Absolutely. which is rest, which is time, which is. And, 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 and that, that's, but that's what those, it's called the love languages. Sure. Right. Because imagine if your love language was only gifts of service or gifts, right. At some point, it's just like, stop getting me stuff. Yeah. So you, your love language has to adapt to your partners. You got to be bilingual, man, trilingual, li- trilingual quadrilingual. Man, listen, lingual, lingual. You, you listen. You you and, have and to. That plays a role. It can it can get. All right. So we're talking about um, our Valentine's Day in general. You know, once those expectations become status quo, I think that takes the romance out of it. You know, um, as soon as, you know, as soon as it's just kind of, okay, this is the day you give roses, uh, it's, it, it loses its pizzazz. Okay. I, so before we, oh, real oh, quick, go ahead. I just want to say, Brian, it, we're very much the same. Um, you know, it's the, it's the day to day. It's, you know, it's, you know, the week before her time. Yeah. That I know she's, you know, we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get her some M and M's. I don't know what you're talking about. What you talking about? I don't want to say. <laughs> what you? This is dad jeans. We supposed to unpack all. I know, these man. Things. Come on, man. About? Oh God. All right. 
Uh, well, the week before Mallory's cycle, I know that week I get her some um, peanut butter M&M. Not peanut butter. Uh, about to say, you don't get her the wrong M&M's. Right. right. <laughs> trying to start problems. I know, man. I'm like, look. <laughs> then uh, I sleep baby, on the couch. That wasn't that. embarrassing. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, I know that that week is the week that that means something. Yeah. Uh, so so I do it, you know. And, that, I mean, when you marry, it just is different. Yeah. It's, it's like the day. But why? Why? Why is it different? Well, I think I'm glad you asked him. This. Once you're married, I think <laughs> once you're married, yeah, yeah, you finally forget all of the the TV stuff, the um, you know, all the stuff that you're supposed to do. Like, there's actually a a, a period where all of that has to be stripped away, and you learn that you have to focus love and romance based on your partner. Not the stuff on TV. Brian gave a good example about, you know, the bears and everybody doing the same thing and, you know, it being based on what somebody says at work. Well, during COVID, it ain't about what other people see at work. It's it's about what you do at home. You know, so I think that's the biggest shift is there's a point where you hit where for it to mean something, it has to be, um, it has to be craft. It has to be bespoke uh, of your partner. Mm -hmm. And it shifts. It changes. And that, changes. That, that's that's the yes. thing that I'm learning because I'm like, well, you got this last year, you don't want it now. Like, I, no, you know how much money <laughs> I spent on this? <laughs> no, <laughs> you gonna like it. But yeah, man. So b- before and we get end, more chances, okay. Before we end on on what our plans are, I want to ask y'all some rapid fire questions. So Uh-oh. this ain't where y'all get deep into your pontification bag. This is just first thing that comes to mind. All right, so if you had to guess what, what your wives would grade your level of romance, what would you say? Scale of one to ten. Seven. Me and Mallory talked about it. We both fours. Fours, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I would probably get rated at a, a seven or an eight. Um, what best describes your annual approach to Valentine's Day? Multiple choice. Game time. I'm doing this to keep the peace. <laughs> <laughs> so A, game time B, I'm doing this to keep the peace And Valentine's Day is a commercial holiday Created by the greeting card and jewelry industry And is named after a massacre So I'm not going for the okie doke See <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but I will say this No, you can't, you can't say nothing, man No, 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 that's no, no you can't say nothing We can't say nothing Valentine's Day, take emphasis off of Black History Month Day That's what we call yeah. it So it is Black Love Month In the take household well, if it's you and your wife and your black family, why can't it always be black history? But okay, so, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah um, Next question. I, I ain't even asked. I don't even want to. Keep going. <laughs> um, nah, nah, B. Where, where do you, where you fall? It's man? game time, man. It's game time. It's game okay. time. Like, listen, I love fathers so much. And it's just like, look, I ain't, ain't got to do. Oh, we ain't giving extras. Rapid fire. Go ahead. Rapid. Fry. Um, for, for me, it's D. Other. Uh, because, How you going to give us A, B, and C and then choose Q? Uh. Because you chose the actually when you have to pontificate. So. Yeah, and we just no, found I, out his middle name, listeners. I'll let him tell you on another episode. <laughs> and it ain't Carl. He got he a Q in his middle name. <laughs> so it, anyway, D is other because it, no, and it makes perfect it sense. Be K. I tell y'all, I don't. 
I haven't had the same consistent partner for Valentine's Day mm-hmm. over five years or, or you know, the longevity of time. Hey, that means you can do the same thing over and over again. Uh, okay, if that's what you take from that, that's fine. Um, and so this one has been a little more short answer. How has COVID impacted your approach to Valentine's Day this year? It hasn't. Okay. It hasn't. It just uh, made me step my game up. That's all. That, that's how it, okay. Um, go ahead, <laughs> wizard. <laughs> all right. Um, Ruminate for the yeah, people. Exactly. Yeah, go ahead. Look, Spell man. it. Spell it. We understand and we oh, love the boy. benefits of living in a multi-generational household. So, you know, what does it mean for us? You know, being able to lead the girls with abuela and, you know, just spending time with each other. Terrence, I got a question for you. Have you ever did something for Valentine's Day for Mallory? And your mom came to you and was like, that was so whack. Your daddy would have did this. No. <laughs> have you ever asked her if you approached a romance because that multi-generational perspective can get deep because I told my mom what I was doing one day for the proposal when I, when I proposed she was like you doing all of that and oh, what if wow. she don't say yes I was like what Mother, mothers be pragmatic boy y'all Man. forget my parents was like my dad was born in 33 you know they were real big on doing the same thing every year back then you know okay. so man my parents was Clockwork, man. So for me, it is, it's a forced me to get a little more creative uh, because I, I tend not to be an inside person, but mm. you know our plans this year are, are indoors. Um, before we get to Valentine's Day plans, we're all fathers of daughters. What do you want your daughter's perspective on Valentine's Day to be 10, 20 years from now? Don't believe well, the hype. 20 years from now. Don't believe the hype. Yeah, but that don't tell her nothing, Harris. Like, what do you want her perspective to be? <laughs> Harris said, I'm like, going to make you believe me. Brian, go yeah, ahead and answer. She's going to be out here with, with catchphrases. Yeah. Penny saved is amazing. Exactly. Nah, <laughs> it needs, it, Love should brought your ass home last night. That's Don't do anything that isn't meaningful. What? Don't go through, don't go through the motions. Don't just go through the motions. <laughs> she's going to be like, so dad... I didn't know exactly what you were talking about, and we need to have a talk. <laughs> if it doesn't make butterflies flutter in your stomach, don't do it. Mm, okay. Yeah, all right. Brian, uh, you up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Harris. <laughs> um, yeah, just say pass next time. <laughs> actually, I want to pass that, too, because I just can't, I can't follow that. I can't. Uh, no, real talk. What I, would, what, what I want her to know is that... Um, I want her to be able to have images of her head in her, you know, in her head of how her dad approached not only Valentine's Day, but every other day and by loving her mom. And it wasn't a special day as much as it was him showing that he was doing this every day. Okay. Harris, you want back in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let, let me stop kidding for a minute. Um, I do believe that. I would probably say you, you know, TV, all that kind of stuff will have you thinking that true love is about somebody just knowing, you know, and I would say that that is very harmful to both of y'all 
because you have these expectations. The person doesn't know the expectations. I would say um, if you really want to experience that love thoroughly, you have to do your own self-work and you have to have an idea of what brings you joy. And you should really communicate that. Um, You should communicate that. And want somebody else who communicates as well. So I think what I would want Ella to really chew on is that love for her, meaning love for Ella, has to be something that comes out of Ella. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something that she receives some, from someone else as much as it comes as an extension of her love for herself. Mm-hmm. And, and I love myself so much, you know, this week I, I chose you to, to be in my life. And if you can meet that standard, but this is how, how I receive love and to, to really set her own standards. And, you know, there, there will be days and Valentine's days that, that she will be single. And that's perfectly fine. That day should be just as filled with love. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Brian mentioned it earlier. If that means buying flowers for yourself, fine. Do it. If that means a card from your father, fine. If that means just taking care of yourself and, and being with your girls and enjoying each other, that's fine too. Right? So just set, the, set your own cell based on, on your own compass and what, what it means to be loved. Hey, I want to ask y'all a real quick question. You, you, you realize that's just as ethereal, but okay. No, what you said is don't believe the hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Say <laughs> what that. you said, I could read on the inside of a Nantucket nectar cat. <laughs> Man, you went there. I was gonna say, from, yeah, fortune cookie. I mean, go ahead, B. What is your question? <laughs> My question is, then maybe we can talk about this on another episode. But if we all believe in self love, right? And let's just say if we weren't dating or if we weren't married on for 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 Valentine's Day. Why is it frowned upon when like folks either go to the movies by themselves or if they pour into themselves on a day like Valentine's Day? Like, why is that frowned upon? Well, it's not by me. Not by yeah, me. Yeah, it's not by me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoy spending time alone, which is sometimes problematic um, in a relationship. But I, I'll go to the movies by myself. I go to dinner by myself. Um, I don't do events so much by myself because then I feel like I'm kind of forced to interact with people. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't knock anybody, um, you know, operating in whatever scope self-love looks like to them as long as it's not harmful to somebody else. True. Agreed. Real talk. Yep. And I mean, when it's frowned upon, again, we're, you know, some of it's also our age. You know what I mean? Like, you just start to care a lot less about, you know, True. The, the other, whoever they may be. Life's too short. All right. So now that we got all that out the way, what are y'all doing this year, fellas? By by the time this show airs, Valentine's Day will have been yesterday. All right. So so what, what what's happening? What happened? Yeah. Harris? So I'm actually I'm taking a week off of work. Okay. Um, and at least two days, um, Mallory's just going to be able to just have her own time, not be responsible for anybody. Uh, just, you know, just her kicking it. I'll be, you know, taking with the kids, doing everything. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I'll do the basics. We'll, I'll cook for her and that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's the big thing. Now, and why is that important? Because everybody needs a break. She's an introvert. 
you know, especially with her being an introvert, you know, like she needs to recharge and it makes her happy to recharge and it gives her, you know, she's an artist. So when she has time to recharge, uh, her creative juices get flowing uh, and she loves to create. So her being refreshed uh, with new ideas and all of that, when she comes out of it, she just blossoms. Um, and it's just a beautiful sight. So I just want to make sure that she has the time to to heal. You know, I know that that may have a negative connotation, but, you know, when you get burnt out and you're going, 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 having that time to actually heal and rest uh, is good for the mind, body and soul. OK, but Brian, what you got on tap? Um, so going to open up the computer. And we are going to go to a different airline, uh, different airline websites and look at travel vouchers just to plant the seed for us to, to have some anticipation about going somewhere when um, everything opens back up. And so I'm still trying to determine if we want to do something local or if we want to uh, do something, um, I don't want to say international, but, you know, something cross-coastal. And I just think... Uh, one thing that I've learned about, you know, being with Pfizer throughout this pandemic is that, again, it's the little things and the little things go a very long way. So just the anticipation of we got this money that we could spend on a trip. Let's start looking. Where do we want to go? What do we want to do? So on and so forth. So just us, too. So leaving the kids with the with the grandparents, <laughs> just us. Just one little okay. comment. That would stress Mallory the hell out. You got to know your partner, man. Real talk. Yeah. Ma- Mallory would be like, uh, this is stressful. Why don't you just make the... <laughs> yeah. Choose somewhere for us to go. I don't want to make no decisions. Hey, well, what you guys said is it has to be tailored. It has to be tailored. Or actually, what Harris said, it needs to be bespoke love. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, both my Valentine and I had prom experiences that were suboptimal. So I thought, yeah, I don't, don't want to bash prom dates, but just the experience in in total was suboptimal. And so we thought it might be fun to have a prom remix. So we're um, putting together our 90s playlist. Um, I got a, a area where we can do our prom pictures and... Uh, you know, just going to have a dance in, in the house, spend some time. Uh, it'll be our first time dressing up in probably a year fully, not just like half a suit and sweatpants on. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Man, you and, I, and I think it'll shame, be fun. You're going to use Canva and make some invitations. And you're, hey, you're bro, man, listen. I, I'm not putting you to shame because you're going cross-coastal or international. I'm going to my living room. And But still... I hope they see like the uh, the elaboration goes with you know the amount of free time that uh, we have. Free time, Bruh. yeah. Wow, that was a little shade. That was a little shade. That's real. That's real judgmental. Yo, but okay. real. It's not a fact. No. Wow. Free, I think the definition of free time is interesting. But okay, listen, I'm a I'm gonna <laughs> let you have that. I'm a, I'm gonna chalk that up. To, I'm to, just saying, to, you ain't got nothing better to do. You ain't got nothing better to do. I ain't say nothing better to do. Yes, you did. I just said no, you got more. No, you got no, more. No, hey, Brian, he ain't saying I got nothing better to do. He just said I ain't doing it. That's pretty <laughs> much what he said. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's, that's what that's I heard. Okay, listen, listen. I'm gonna let your judgment feel. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Comments. All right. 
end with the show. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we need to talk about what we're looking forward to nope. because I, I hope it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Absolutely. This has been the Dad Jeans Podcast episode, my COVID Valentine. Thank you for joining us. If you have any comments, tell us what you did for Valentine's Day or tell us what your Valentine did for you. Uh, shoot us an email at info at dadjeanspodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at dadjeanspodcast. We're on both. And as always, if you like what you heard, subscribe and go ahead and give us a five-star review and share us with a friend. Five, five stars. Star. And with that, until next time, stay safe, stay sane, do good, and have a happy Valentine's Day. Peace. Peace. (laughs) I need y'all to be better. (laughs) 